How's it going? Um, welcome to Chatting Shite. Uh, I'm your host, Ethan. Uh, sorry about, like, because uh, I'm going to, as soon as I'm done this, I'm going to upload it. So it's like two uploads in one day. But the truth is that uh, the thing that I uploaded, the video I uploaded, I uploaded it yesterday, but at least I thought I did, but it uh, never went on the channel. Now that I've uploaded it, it's fully uploaded and it's been sent onto my channel, it says under review. So unless they're doing some something similar to like um, YouTube and they have an algorithm, someone's actually listening to my work right now. It's kind of embarrassing, but at the same time I get it. Totally understand. But more likely it could be an algorithm. I don't really like the idea of people listening to my stuff, which is funny because this is the whole point of this is that some people can actually listen. So, you know, you can be held accountable for your own words. It adds more gravity to what I'm trying to say. It's not just something you're thinking of yourself. You have to actually make sense of what you say and how you feel. But try uh, talking about making sense. I feel that uh, the situation, and I'm going to talk about it now because it's kind of reaching. Kind of reaching boiling point. He's about to get in quite tr a lot of trouble. Uh, Count Dankula, the fella on YouTube, Scottish fella. He made one bad joke, one big mistake. But the thing is, it wasn't really a big mistake. If, if you put it under a microscope, it was kind of you still find it hard to see it. It's uh, it's small, it's little, and it could be the sign of a lack of empathy empathy you know the whole the whole thing what he said the joke but ultimately it was it is funny in my opinion count ankula he made the joke that actually has probably ruined his life and, and i'm sure it has because well he's he's made a lot of videos talking about it it really has as far as i can see it has ruined his life um, the last video we put up there, he put up seven hours ago, I, I can't remember, today. Uh, the Crown Cometh was the name of the video. If you don't know who Count Dankula is, if you don't know the whole situation, uh, I'll try to catch up a little bit, and I probably will through uh, talking. But I'm going to come at this probably from the viewpoint of a viewer. Now, I started watching him and enjoyed his content Long before I knew this whole legal bother, I just knew he was kind of like an edgy Scotsman. And he was kind of funny, you know? And I liked that. I liked how he just spoke his mind and he was all about expression. I try to do the same thing too, but at the same time, I don't like the idea of alienating anybody. I don't like the idea of hurting anybody's feelings. I do understand that people are pretty sensitive to even the, what I would consider mild jokes. You know, it's, it's not mild to some people. But, like, in the end up, freedom of speech, it's not a, it's not a bad thing to be able to say what you want. Even, you have a right to be an asshole. It's a, it's a fact, you do, and you should. Because in the end up, you're always growing and changing. And you might be an asshole one year and a great guy the next. People should be given the opportunity to be forgiven. You know, he ruined, I'm going to explain now what he did. And why he's in legal bother. And if you want to really get the, the, the whole roundup, the whole sum up of what his situation is, just go visit him on YouTube. Uh, 
he he made a very like this video was like his first video and uh i know this because he did an interview of vice which i also recommend you listen to or watch vice uh i think they approached it quite maturely you know they joked about how much they think it was ridiculous that he's got in trouble for the video i'm about to explain the joke that he made that uh has basically legally and literally socially ruined his life. They never said that they find it funny or not, which is a smart move, because then they'll get tired of the same brush and get in trouble for being discriminatory, for being anti-Semites. Now, his joke was a joke about, basically, his girlfriend has a pug called Buddha. <laughs> and uh, Buddha, Buddha is a very fat little pug, and he's adorable. But, uh, Buddha, Buddha was his girlfriend's dog, and he's quite close with the girlfriend they live together, and he taught the dog to respond <laughs> to, uh, Hail Hitler, and <laughs> every time I say that, or I say, uh, Mein Fuhrer or something, I don't exactly know, you can obviously look all the information up yourself on YouTube, the dog would... You know, Zeke Hale, I think he said Zeke Hale, and the dog would put his paw up. You know, like, give me your paw sort of thing. He taught him to give him his paw, but only to Zeke Hale, ruining the dog, making it a Nazi. <laughs> and that was the whole joke. That was the whole joke, really. That, and he said, gas the Jews. That one made me cringe, but then he kept saying it over and over again. I thought, wow, he's, he's really losing his value, actually, if he keeps saying it like that. And every time he did that, the dog got excited, because he said that, and then he'd take the dog on a walk. So the dog got excited every time he said that and recorded the dog's reaction. I think it's funny because of how ridiculous it is. And I've seen videos like it's like London Comedy Club, which is like fucking 60 percent, 60 percent of them or something like that. It's a big figure or Jewish of Jewish uh, heritage, you know, or, you know, obviously they're either practicing Jews or, you know, their families are Jewish. So they're basically, they're Jewish, they're related to the bloodline and all that. And they find it funny. They were laughing. And the video was to make a big point that it's only a joke and he's getting in trouble because there's people in the top who are too sensitive or who are either trying to, as he, he says this a lot himself, they're virtue signaling. Now, look how good and empathetic I am. Meanwhile, they're ruining his life. Like... I left a comment that said, these people are punishing you to show empathy, to show that they have empathy. It's kind of ironic, you know, the way they're punishing him too. Now, what they did is a little different. Like, his joke ain't going to tickle everybody's, you know, ain't going to tickle everybody. Uh, I find it kind of funny because I'm like, I believe most people, and I have... You know, good humor, but I also have a dark sense of humor. Sometimes that dark sense of humor comes out. So that's stuff you shouldn't be joking about. But at the same time, the dog, the fact he's a little pug and he's completely ruined the pug. <laughs> that kind of made me laugh. And it made me, made me kind of like just completely ignore the fact it was offensive. And I think most people sh are like that. I would have figured most people would see his joke or watch his video and go, that's stupid, or laugh at it, or, or think that, ah, it's dumb, and just turn it off. 
normal people. Then you get the people who want to make a big deal about it. These people are dangerous because you make one mistake and they'll ruin your life. And there's a lot of them. They build up, you know, they're people with problems of their own in their own lives. They have issues in their life more than likely. And they need a punching bag, emotional punching bag. So someone comes along, you're a Jewish person, you know, you're not having a good time. Or maybe you want a virtue signal or whatever. And he says this joke and you don't find it funny. So you put up in a complaint, and then you put another complaint, and the complaints begin to build up. Then the wrong people start to represent the majority. So the majority don't care about his joke, couldn't give a fuck. The majority of the people, you know, might even find it funny. The majority of people aren't offended. But because that very, very loud minority made a big song and dance about it, it goes for the legal system. And now this is what's happened then, from this point onwards. The media, they grab a hold of it. And they... they you know, it's good, this is good content, you can really make a lot of interesting, you know, reports on this, and, you know, you can really attack racism and show that you, you know, that you're all about equality and fairness, but, you know, equality, the whole thing about equality is that everybody can say what they think, that's equality, so it's ironic, it's not fair, and, uh, you know, I'm very glad and happy it's not me. Because, you know, this is why I think there's a lot of importance in keeping your identity secret. Because although I wouldn't made that particular joke, it's a bit too edgy for me. There's a chance that I'll make a joke that's edgy that will get me in trouble one day. So the fact that my identity would be secret at least would save me. You know? Save me from... Uh, have my reputation completely destroyed and have media bring up pictures of me and fucking have the word racist next to my face and have people who are hypersensitive who have emotional problems using you as their emotional punching bag online and talking stuff about you talking you know trying to push for you to get into legitimate trouble to spend jail time to lose employability to lose the basically the right to go out in public and be safe so the right to safety in public and on top of that he Count Ankula is now getting a serious big fat fine that's almost an entire grand it's it's 800 pound now that 800 pound he he got the money saved up to show that he has support because he got it on Patreon. But then he explained to his viewers that he doesn't really want to give them the money. And he was thankful for it. But he's a... I, I learned from uh, watching a brief interview. I'm not sure what news outlet it was. That he uh, donated the money to charity. So all 800, which could have bought him his freedom. He gave it away. He gave it away to people who actually needed it. Because he didn't think he actually needed it. Because he doesn't think he actually has to pay. This isn't fair to him. Now he's really, really turning himself into a martyr. He's really, really turning himself into the face of free speech at the moment. When I think of freedom of speech, you know, of course I think of, like, you know, Martin Luther King. And I think of... You know, suffragettes. I think of even Obama. You know, people like that. I, I think, how in the earth 
do I keep lining his face along with these people? How? He's completely different. You know? He's he's not oppressed. Is he? He's not you know, he's not in the same league as these people. He's not been oppressed, he's not had the same sort of things to fight. He doesn't have the same views, he's a Nazi. It's like uh, no. Think again. Think sensibly. Analyze the situation. What did he say? Oh, that wasn't that funny. Okay. Is that it? Did he say anything else? Did he do anything else? Did he hurt anybody? Does he want to hurt anybody? No, 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 no. Then why should he be going... Well, he was arrested, so he was... He wasn't in prison, but he was in a detaining cell. And, you know, he's put under police custody. He's taken away from his home. It's put a lot of pressure on his relationship. put a lot of pressure. Like, he got fired. He's lost employability. The list goes on. Watch his videos. Watch and understand it. You know, like literally on YouTube, he's been, I think, completely demonetized. I'm not entirely sure. He can, he can get uh, sponsors still. A lot of plenty of sponsors think it's ridiculous that he has lost the freedom of speech. That he's under so much pressure for basically being a young, like, being a, a young idiot, basically. Like, thinking about it, like, one joke. One. Now, he's made plenty of other jokes. He's made plenty of other jokes, edgy jokes on his channel. He's, you know, gone too far a few times, I think, nearly. But not far enough that I couldn't laugh at it. Like, uh, like he, he did a joke. He did a joke as, uh, uh, he's talking about, because he doesn't always just cover news and things like that and his opinions, but sometimes he talks about, well, he always talks about his opinion, but he, he talked about, like, an episode to do with art and modern art, and he's just, just looking at how much of a joke it is in certain places and just expressing himself about art. Jeez, you can't get any more, you can't get any more fair than that. But he made a, made a joke where he called the art, uh, it's like, he says that it's getting to the point where you can literally do anything, call it art, and make money off it. You know, if you get enough rich, stupid people to buy into it. <laughs> he made a bit of a work of art, quotation marks there, <laughs> he called it spaghetti autism. <laughs> and he just wrote the word autism and spaghetti on his, on his floor. And I laughed at that, and, you know, and it's funny because I have Asperger's, which is... That's autism, basically. It's a mild form of it. And I can still laugh at that. You know? He's like, I I could easily have took the offense that I have. I could have went, well, you know what? I kind of have that. And uh, I don't appreciate people using it as an insult and uh, mocking it and making it like it's some kind of joke. Or I could stop taking myself so fucking seriously, get my head out of my ass, and just enjoy the silly fucking spaghetti on the floor. This Literally, he's telling Buddha to fuck off because Buddha's eating the spaghetti and he can't get the film with. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> but I, I've waffled. I've waffled and I've waffled here. Uh, I suppose that's always what I do on this. It's all about self-expression. Like, I, I don't, like I said, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I don't want to make anyone feel off-put. But in the end, up, this isn't actually for viewers so much as it is for myself. You know? self-expression because i do feel like although we have plenty of friends plenty of families i'm in a relationship a good one actually there is certain things you can't say or there is only a certain length of time you can spend talking before the other person zones out can't take in what you're saying
doesn't care, wants to change the subject. I like I've waffled on here for 16 minutes now, just basically with the one topic. And the topic's not one that not everybody would be interested in. If I tried to have this conversation with my fiance, uh, he would have zoned out at 10 minutes easily. Taylor, uh, who's been on the channel, he is a fan of Count Anculus, so he'll agree with me. But then he'll chime in, before you know it, I'll lose my trail of thought. And I might forget things that I wanted to say. So, I feel like the most honest form of expression that one can take is by themselves in front of an old microphone like this, in front of their phone like I am. And just drop a line, just keep talking, keep talking. Talk your mind. Process your thoughts. People meditate on problems where they try to completely empty their mind and wait for the, pro the problem to solve itself subconsciously or you could just get the conversation out there you can vocalize your internal monologue and you can come to conclusions about things so this is more for me than anyone else but the fact that i have a potential audience does make me have to scream what i'm saying so i can actually make more sense of it like something will make complete sense to me won't make complete sense to you the viewer so i have to explain it so there has to be you know description there has to be make it needs to be co clear and coherent the entire way through more or less about the subject i'm talking about you know it really makes you think sort of like you know how to do a job and you do that job and you can do that job really well and uh then someone asks you to go teach somebody else how to do the job and you suddenly don't know how to do the job at all that happens to me a lot i'm a welder that happens to me a lot i can weld a thing up and then someone says hey did you show him how to do it? And I'm like, okay. And then I, I go to show him. I'm like, just let me weld it. <laughs> let me weld your work until I remember. Because I forget. <laughs> and the, that's just, I guess that's the same way for a lot of things. You know? That's the same way for a lot of things. But, uh, you need to just get it out. Explain it. Because what makes sense to you in your own mind, in your own head, it mightn't make sense to another person. So to really make sense of your thoughts entirely, you need to get them out there. I think podcasting like this is extremely therapeutic. I recommend everybody do it. There's a reason why so many people gravitate towards it. Like, uh, whenever Count Dankula, we're going back to the Count Dankula, he made the videos like his first video. He put it up on YouTube. And uh, it, because he was like had zero subscribers, like zero, he uh, he just made the video and kept left it public because he didn't think anyone would see it. And uh, would just scroll YouTube with his girlfriend and then stumble across the video that he created, ruining his girl's dog. And then he showed her the video and she was well across at him. <laughs> She thought that was pretty funny, I think. Although, after after she hit him, she, she laughed. But, <laughs> imagine stumble across that. It's, oh, well, let's watch this. <laughs> this is your dog. Say, that's that's Buddha. That looks like Buddha. This is Buddha. <laughs> He's a Nazi now. <laughs> that's funny. That is funny. And if you can't see the human that's grand, you're not supposed to find everything funny. We're not all the same. We're not supposed to be the same. 
You know, we should respect each other's differences, but we should also respect the difference between banter and someone being really serious. You know? Like, I understand that the autism joke is a fucking joke. You know? I understand that. Like, I have friends, and Sarah has friends. We all, by this point, I think, social, normal social people know at least one gay person and get along with that person like that person that we'll chat to can more often because if they're a normal person will laugh at a gay joke i know people who are gay who find gay jokes funny you don't agree you don't think oh i well ponsky gays are well ponsy or things like that but they'll still laugh at it because they get the fact that it's humor and they have an ability to socialize and understand the difference between intense to hurt and intent to make a joke. You know? Some people think the idea of a joke is just outright a prank. Which is just basically trying to make a fool of someone and hurt their feelings. I hate pranks. Some people think their idea of a joke is to just hurt them. Like, and just say, oh, I'm only joking. And they punched them in the arm or something like that. That's not funny. Someone's idea of a joke is to call them a cunt. Those people, they're just making excuses so they can hurt you but i don't think he was i don't think he was making an excuse he wasn't using humor as an excuse to hurt anybody he was using humor as as humor to make his girlfriend annoyed to annoy his girlfriend playfully and just to have a laugh he never meant for anyone to see it he just wasn't careful enough with his own data you know data protection act and all that he 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 accidentally made a bad joke public, and now he's unemployed, and now his relationship's under pressure. He could go to prison. The people who did this, I wonder if they can be even proud of themselves, how they can look themselves in the mirror and think, I ruined a guy's life over a joke. Boy, I'm a great person. Awful. Awful. Just wanted to exp- that's my little rant over. Please, once again, please go visit his YouTube channel. Get the full story and hear him out. I can't always agree with him, but the fact is, I agree with his right to free speech. I think you should too. I think everyone should, but that's just my opinion. You know, he has also, and I'll admit, he's a, he is a martyr at the moment, but he's also, a lot of people think of him as the face of the of the you know far right movement he is a nationalist not not a like a white nationalist although he happens to be caucasian but a nationalist he seems very proud of scotland and he he makes valid points against uh huge huge like migrations of people coming over and how that can affect people and i'll listen to his points you know i'll listen to him but I like to keep an open mind. I spent some time over in Hungary a while back. I was a foreigner. They made me feel welcome, more or less. All of them did, actually. They were friendly. They were good. Yeah. Now, I was coming over as a tourist, giving them money. I wonder how friendly it would be if I came over to work. I don't know. I know a lot of Hungarian people at my work. They're dead on. Most of them are dead on. Only a few are cunts, and they're only kind of just cunts. <laughs> they're not like major. They're not like major assholes, like, but they're people, just like me. 
And uh, I keep that in mind. When someone says, oh, they should stop letting immigrants in. I'm like, yeah, but I know a few and they're decent enough folk. And, you know, I don't mind. Oh, they they lower in the pay and there's less jobs. It's like, right, well, maybe a little less migration, but we can't close our borders like people. What if the shoe was on the other foot? I try to keep an open mind. And the people that... Uh, I think the people are really putting the pressure on Count Dankula, the people who are really putting pressure on free speech, these people don't have an open mind. And it's ironic because they're trying to make themselves look like they are. Like Count says, they're virtue signaling. It's not... That's not the way it should be. It sh we shouldn't, you know, if you want to be a good person, you have to do it through empathy. Yes? How you do it is through putting yourself in that person's position and analyzing what it's like to be them. You don't have to work, walk a mile in their shoes and reality to know how they feel more or less. You can just look at them and put yourself in their circumstance in your mind so if someone made a joke you know about my family said something about so yeah pretend I'm Jewish I'm not pretend that I'm Jewish and uh, someone makes a joke about the Holocaust no it's basically a private joke no it's basically just a joke it's not even me I'm not supposed to hear it what I do I don't even fucking probably react to it. You know? Uh, you know? I, I don't care about that kind of stuff. I don't align myself with anything, really. That's just me. I purposely don't align myself with certain religions. I believe in God and the Christian God. But at the same time, Abrahamic God, basically. You know, I believe that, I don't believe that Jews and Muslims are wrong believing in their God because their God's the same as mine. As far as I'm concerned, they just believe in him in a different way. I don't know how, I, I can't understand why everyone doesn't think the same way as me. Because if you actually look at the cold hard facts, it's the same fucking God. You know, and it's probably that God is related to a different God who passed off, that the religion died off. And it might have a common ancestor with many oriental gods. Maybe it has something to do with Hinduism. We're all related. You know? We're all the same. If we can't make a joke, like literally, it's like, it's crazy. If aliens came down from outer space and saw us fighting, bickering with each other. They might look at us and go, what the fuck? They're all the same. They're the same. They just have a different color skin. That one... Wearing a fucking towel on his head and believes a different thing than this guy who wears a fucking robe. And for some reason, one has to be wrong and the other one has to be right. And oh, this one is typing away. He looks real angry. He's after watching a video. What's that about? Everyone's bickering and fighting. Trying to stop each other from talking. Well, talking over them. Fighting. Bickering. They ain't happy until the person they disagree with is in the ground. Or as close as they can legally get them to it. Maybe a lot of... Like, I'm sure there's a lot of people that hate Count Dankula to the point, and everything that he represents, to the point they're really glad they've ruined his life. And hoping that it pushes him too far and he kills himself. Pushing him. 
pushing them and pushing them. And I'm sure there's plenty of people, but I know the majority of reasonable people think this has gone too far. I know it. It's just a shame that all the reasonable people who understand that people are acting too sensitive, that social justice has gone too far, that we're being too sore, normal people doing silly things. It's just a shame that they're not braver and they don't talk out and let the, the sensitive ones, the strange ones, the, you know, the ones that don't represent the public represent the public. That's not right. But uh, I had to have this little tangent. I had to. Uh, I'm just after seeing that video. And I've had very strong opinions about it for a while. And I haven't vocalized my opinion on the channel, really. I think I did I do a little bit at the start with Taylor. Maybe a good bit, actually. I can't even mind. It was quite a few videos ago. I felt I felt a little bit more edgy with Taylor on the on the channel because, I guess, people bring out the, the edgier side and you, you try to show off a little bit more. But the whole just you and me sort of thing. I'm in, I'm in my room on a phone chatting. Changes the dynamics a wee bit, and I feel I'm more myself now, and I can really express myself how I feel, and this is exactly how I feel on the topic. People, they really need to go easy on him. They need to pump the brakes a little bit. They need to go easy, but it seems like it's too late, and they're here to drive him into the ground. They're, they're pile driving him like he, he hasn't the hope. He, I'm glad I'm not him. Same time he's went and done a lot of digging, he's made himself a bigger grave. When they eventually arrest him, taking him to prison for one one joke. This is the one joke. I'll miss him a lot, you know. So so far what they've done is only negatively affected his life really but once they take him away from youtube entirely and he can't express himself anymore and we can't enjoy him we can't enjoy his personality anymore they'll be hurting a lot more than just him they'll be hurting me too they'll be hurting people enjoy him you know i wouldn't wish what happened to him on my worst enemy and I hate him. <laughs> I hate my worst enemy. He's a fucking cunt. <laughs> well, uh, update on... This is the topic on Count Ankula covered. I'm going to give another wee thing. I'm going to say another wee thing. Uh, update at... Uh, what is it? Obviously, I did a review there. And you're probably only going to get a chance to see it now. Because it only went up now. Um... Is the Million Pound Banknote. Brilliant book. I did a review on it. And I was doing a, sort of like a study. I'm playing a game at the moment. It's a Tomb Raider. What was it? That's the latest Tomb Raider. It's Tomb Raider. Uh, Shadow. Oh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I'm not big on... Like, I'm pretty big on gaming, I guess. But, you know the same time i don't care about getting the very newest games playing it and having it finished before everybody else kidding like near ocd having all the content made all of all this content made in one go you know 
and having everything done and having everything and the challenges done and then on to the next thing and on to the next thing that's too expensive it doesn't bring me any happiness really to try to be ahead of everybody it puts me under stress you play games because you want to have a bit of escapism you know you you want to maybe challenge yourself or to feel like a boss or both uh, to become smarter and better at problem solving you know there's a lot of reasons to do it being ahead of everybody else is not one of them for me so i know this game came out a while ago but i still haven't finished it kind of a little over halfway through if you don't count all the side quests although i have done a few side quests really slowed me down actually uh, i don't know if i'll be doing video game reviews although i've been tempted to for a long time there do a review on uncharted because of how much i fucking love the series and i think that naughty dog excellent one of my favorite games of all time was the last of us so bloody so gruesome but the the physics the combat everything was so smooth it worked really well and the story was really really good but uh, I'm, i am tempted to do video game reviews as well as book reviews and speaking of book reviews uh i'm still looking at uh, i still have to start uh, like you know the meditations by Marcus Aurelius I've done the first book got it all scripted gonna listen to the second after I play this game a wee bit start another script for it uh, so I can basically have a review and maybe from there make my decision if book one and two are actually vastly different and book three is very different from book too but i remember as i remember because i've listened to it already it kind of all blends together so i might just do an overall review on the entirety of the book i'm also listening to a different book completely free and you can too uh on youtube and it's it's quite i think it's very well scripted like the fellow reading it there's music and things like that and the guy's really good at the accents is metro uh 2033 it is absolutely excellent what got me listening to the book was you know like i was a fan of the series because i already played the uh, like uh, last light and i i thought it was such a great game such a great series so interesting and um what was uh, the new game that came out metro exodus has really sparked my interest again so kind of tempted to to listen to that and that's what i'm doing right now i've been listening to that book and uh it's hefty so you'll be waiting a long time before i give a review of that book but uh yeah kind of listening to two different books on youtube you guys can listen to those books too completely for free uh marcus aurelius meditations by marcus aurelius you can listen to them for free because they're in the public domain you can also listen to uh the book i'm talking about for free on youtube i believe it's either in the public domain the fact that it's so the video is seems quite well funded actually it, it, the the music and things and the quality of the reading they may have the, the owner of the book may have put it online for free for everybody to to listen to i could be wrong about that but i'll enjoy it on youtube for as long as it's on youtube if it does turn out that uh, the offer didn't approve of it and the video does get tucked down 
Well, fair enough. At the same time, people do think, for some reason, that listening to books, I've heard this a few times, listening to books isn't the same as reading them. Like, you don't get the same enjoyment out of them. I can't, because I'm dyslexic, read that well. So, to to completely digest a huge book like Metro, uh, 2033, and uh, even, even that short book I reviewed, The Million Pound banknote i couldn't have read that by myself it would have took four times as long i would have lost interest by that time it would have took so long i would have made very little headway in the story it would have it would have annoyed me so uh that's kind of the update on the book reviews as well as a bit of contemplation on doing video game reviews i don't really want to do them yet i do feel video game reviews they're far better on youtube because you can see the gameplay uh, you can see actually like a person playing it and see what they're doing and people can give video and audio examples of the stuff they're talking about. Like I watched a review recently of uh, Far Cry New Dawn and uh, what what makes me watch it? Is it the, what they're saying or what they're showing? And it's basically 50-50 if, if I'm honest. So... Uh, you know, I'm I'm kind of unsure about what sort of things. Like, would I listen to my own content? I don't even know. Like I say, it's not really for viewers, but it's for myself. So, but, uh, that's my opinions on uh, Camp Tankula. That's my update on why there's two videos coming out at the same time, basically. And there's an update on the Marcus Aurelius book. And a little bit of uh, intel about another book might be coming, as well as other reviews on stuff. So, uh, thank you for listening. This has been Chatting Shape. I really want to maybe actually get on to uh, having music again play on the podcast and uh, you know actually have some better quality editing better quality sort of podcasts but uh no i'm uh, i'm having fun actually this is really good for self-expression thank you for listening thank you for uh taking the time of your day to basically have me in the background just say my mind have my my word it's a great feeling thank you for watching